Welcome to Light the Sky Podcast, episode 9 in our Metallica journey. We are on Death Magnetic, uh, racing towards the end here. Hope you're uh, happy with our Metallica coverage so far because it's about to get modern, or should we say uh, old-fashioned Metallica, uh, Death Magnetic, kind of being their 2008 uh, rebuttal to St. Anger and all of the, um, let's just put it... uh, uh, quality criticism thrown its way by four members of this show, as well as the media and uh, 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 mass. So there's lots to talk about. A uh, ton of material, only ten songs, but about eighty minutes of freaking music again. Um, <laughs> thank you, Metallica, for filling up those CDs. Uh, can't say you didn't try to give us value when you were uh, hitting hard punches against MP3s and file sharing and the whatnot. So can't say that they decided to not give us enough music to talk about. So let's get into it. Chris, start us off. Give us your out of 10 on 2008's Death Magnetic. Um, all right, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. And my one statement is uh, uninspired back to basics. <laughs> mm, good statement. Yeah. Next is Alex. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I don't know. I, I love this record. <laughs> I mean, if I guess my, my blanket statement is find a good master of the album so you're <laughs> so you're not fatigued listening to all of it because it is a long album. But if you can find it to be a find a version that's somewhat sonically pleasing, I think the songs are great. I love that Rick Rubin is here. He's He's kind of known for taking a band <sighs> back to their sort of their roots. And I I think he did really well. I'll, I'll chime in a little bit more on Rick in a little bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short for right there. Kevin, what's your score? Uh, I'm going to give this a six. I was leaning towards five and a half, but I think I have to give it a six. My statement is good in small doses. Okay, and I will close it out with a 6.5. Metallica does Metallica. And System of a Down. <laughs> all right, and then we're ready to kick it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, should we should we just get this out of the way up front? Should we get the mastering talk out of the way? Should we just like we talk production with Saint Anger and the trash can snare? Sure. Should we talk? Uh, should we should we get this out of the way? I'm done with that. Fine. I don't get know. All, I mean... get all get all the production talk out of the way. Okay, I'll I'll throw in my statement. I don't really care. You guys take it. Okay. Okay, I'll throw in my statement. I do care. But I don't think it's just the mastering that's an issue, to be honest with you. I found this album dry as a bone. Like, they just set up some mics and recorded as, like, St. Anger, but in a different way. And I think it came out better, but it's, it's kind of level. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I got real sick of the snare sound, let me tell you. After eight minutes, after eight-minute songs, and Lars doing... Yeah. Um, I I got just as sick of the snare sound, so eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't. I mean, I th- I think kind of Saint Anger. I think sets the standard for mm-hmm. yeah for, as far as snare sound here. It didn't really bug me. I mean, it kind of brought me back. Maybe again, it was just audibly kind of hit me a little bit differently. Uh, I will say, yeah, it's definitely a dry record. Uh, but I mean, I mean, Injustice was probably about the driest bone record that they ever made, and I. It's my favorite record by them. Uh, and Justice so, uh, has got yeah. more of a liquid sound. I see Kevin's point. I do get the the taste of really, really sawdusty, dry turkey in my yeah. mouth listening to this. Because sure. I feel like Jay, I feel like James sung well on this. There's a lot less 
cringe James moments here. Honestly, like there's a lot of, there weren't any of those moments, I think, that I heard and was like, God, I wish I could erase the tape for all time on that. (laughs) But there, there were moments when I'm like, what is he just like, did they just slap a mic in front of him and he sings because he just... It does. So, it yeah, sounds like a first take, and he's doing yeah, it well. But it's just like, yeah, it sounds kind of like a demo tape. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's very, yeah, almost yeah, kind of like right on the floor. Yeah, just live without any kind of studio uh, trickery or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they were just kind of getting back into their groove, trying to find their way back. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, to I mean, uh, what made them. Yeah, well, if Mutt Lange produced a Metallica record, I don't know that you'd necessarily want to hear it. So, like, it's always going to trend towards the dry, and you know. But I do get the points, Alex. What's your thoughts? You want to throw in? Yeah, no. I mean, so my story with this record, and it's so funny because I have this app on my phone that, like, every every year or whatever, it'll give you like a memory, like a pop up of what you posted on social media, like the year before that on that day. So I think it was like a couple weeks ago whenever this album came out this year it was like a 10 year or 12 year anniversary post and it was me somehow posting on aim instant messenger that i was illegally downloading this album and it like my it was like the picture was alex is illegally downloading metal or death magnetic and then like 10 minutes later that was funny he he yeah. finished illegally downloading death magnetic. and like i don't know i feel like back at the time I, I was way less an audiophile, so I didn't really care about loudness wars, and I was probably just downloading a lossy MP3 version of it anyway, so I don't know if I really cared so much. Um, I know I was talking to Kev. Uh, I know there is a Guitar Hero version that a lot of people like, um, because yeah. like the band sent you know the stems to Guitar Hero, and they mastered it and mixed it, I think, a little differently, so it's pleasing on the ears. I sent Kevin a version uh, about four years ago in 2016. Metallica actually remastered this uh, for their like Blackened, yeah, for their Blackened album and did like a 2496 wave version mm-hmm. of it. And it's still, I guess, Brickwalled if you look at the waveform of it, but it's a lot quieter. And I listen to that and I'm like, man, this is like super punchy and it sounds great. I love the guitar tones. It's just like, yeah, I I guess the master's probably still the same but it's quieter but i will say i was reading about it and the mastering engineer which i guess was george marino he said that it really wasn't his fault like rick rubin or whoever slammed the mixes and sent it to him so there wasn't much he could do i don't know how much truth there is to that but hmm. Let me just say that this is not the first or the last album that Rick Rubin has been questionably called on. That is true. That is true. Yeah. That ZZ ZZ Top album that apparently was impossible to get through. Didn't he do Stadium Arcadium, too, by uh, Chili Peppers? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's another one. Just just albums that have been, for whatever reason, horrendous on the ears. And I'm not trying to take away anything from his prior production credits, but kind of makes you wonder like man what, what is going on it's kind of like yeah, christopher kind of... nolan and sound mixing it's just yeah like, you should be better <laughs> what's the Dude. deal yeah. I, you can hire the best people in the world yeah. I, I don't understand why why because this is my point you are either incompetent at your job or you're doing it willfully and for no reason like there's, <laughs> there's actually no reason to slam things that much I understand bringing up levels, but there's, I don't know. I don't see the reason of, I know. How about eight minute Metallica songs? Let's make that at zero dB for the entire, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's not just about zero dB. 
we don't need to get too dorky about this, but I mean, right. like from a technical perspective, like things can stand on zero and still sound great. I mean, any EDM is going to sure. be like that. Um, you know, I remember yeah. dragging Dimu Borgia songs into Logic and just watching the waveforms and it just stands on zero the entire track. But it's, you know, the moments of silence here and there. And I think it really is about like it's it's more um you know, like it's it's the, the the levels are balanced across the spectrum of sound so that, you know, you don't just have like kind of like where Metallica maybe feels a little thinner. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I haven't seen the waveform for this or looked at a at a um, uh, what do you call it? The like a uh, spectrograph or anything. The spectrograph. Yeah. yeah I, but but I mean, I just feel like it just kind of sits in that middle pocket and just stands on zero and it just gets fatiguing as opposed to if they use more of the uh the bandwidth available to them then it might have been a little bit more pleasing uh like electronic music with some very very sizzly synths and some really low bass that it isn't right because the difference is when you're listening to the electronic music again not to get down the geek lane is that <laughs> you you cover that range of frequencies all the way from the sub bass to the super high Sure. And in rock, you're kind of naturally limited. You got the high of the cymbals and some of the guitars and things like that. But it's not, you can't like punch a synth the same. <laughs> it's, right, yeah. it's just, it's just different. Like, I know I'm going to make the synth stand on the high end the whole time. So if you do that, just, you, you have to watch out for what you're doing. I, I don't know. Well, it's, I mean, in yeah. some ways we're only, uh, you know, this is 2008, so I don't know how much you want to look into it, but making it sound good for radio is really kind of uh, becoming uh, archaic at this point. And I mean, heck, we're only like, what, three years away from Skrillex or four or something. So like it's... Tell it's, me which of these eight minute songs are like, hmm, yeah, that's that's going to be the radio hit. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a comment on that, get that out of the way, because that's also something yeah. I want to talk about from a general album perspective and i'm just floored by how the song try let me just read off some song uh lengths here 753 757 758 747 801 like what it's yeah. like it's like somebody mathematically figured out like like do 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 james james like you make an eight minute song like people statistically love eight minute metallica songs <laughs> it, it reminds me of like youtube <laughs> When it used the algorithm used to be, you know, like it would be like 13 minutes, yeah, 10, no, 10 or, minutes, yeah. always 10 minutes and three seconds. Like, how do I plug in my toaster? Like 10 minutes, like nine and a half minutes of waffle and 30 <laughs> minutes or 30 <laughs> seconds of just so they can get the 10 minute ad mark, you know, get more. It's like somebody just said, like, you need to make seven minutes and 47 seconds because on average, that is the it's like such a 2008 thing to do, too. So I don't know. It just it I just like it that reads yet. that way <laughs> when I see it. And it's just like there's a lot of bloat. Yeah, there is, and it's unfortunate because I think a lot of these songs would be better without it. Oh yeah, um, let's let's get right. into it then. That was just your life.
Yeah, it's funny. I mean, talk about dry uh, yeah, vocals. Yeah, there's kind of right off the bat. There it is. <laughs> uh, but you can't deny, yeah, that the again, it's it's weird. I think like Mark said in his opening statement, it's why it's this is Metallica being Metallica. That's why it's kind of hard to really deep to dig deep into discussion on this record because again, it's like great. It's like oh yeah, it's metal. Yeah, all right. It's a, <laughs> the way the Metallica does it. Yeah, okay, I can bob my head to it, but it's like, do I come back to it? Do I remember it? Do I necessarily? Yeah, it's enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like this album it. is going to be yeah. full of Alex's um, moments of. I'm not sure how that one goes. Like, how does that one? Yeah. Go? <laughs> that, that, I'll let you say that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this was just your life, you know. Look, I'll throw in a, a part here that I do like. Kevin just played the tail end of it, but I've always uh, been impressed. And you know, you can say a lot about the band, but uh, you know, one thing you can't uh, take away from them is their ability to impress me with how much heaviness that they can pull out of an E string. Nine albums yeah. and almost thirty years into their career. Yeah. And you know what? I think that might be a production thing. Like, it sounds thicker. There's kind of like an upstroke yeah. to it or something. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny enough, that's where the production here works, where you really feel it. Yeah, kind of like the classic albums. Yeah, and, um, and to be to be honest, I'm playing this off of the YouTube version uploaded by Metallica, which I believe was part of that secret remaster. Okay. Oh, okay. So, hmm, interesting. I, I am also playing the secret remaster, just so everybody knows. Not like you can hear it well through Skype. But I'm going to throw out an idea. I don't know if you'd call it a bold one. I think this song would be better served if the first, like, uh, minute 30 or whatever uh, was, like, an intro track. And mm. it started It started with a hit with a da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, because the intro kind of has those themes, and then you'd, you'd be, like, kind of into this. I don't know how bold that is, but I, I just I don't mind the length here. Just because it feels like an opener, right? But, uh, maybe maybe it could have been just like kind of a nice clean intro and then straight into a, okay. a head banging song. Okay, I'll let me, let me turn that into a bold idea. So make that intro maybe like 30, 45 seconds longer. Bold and, idea. Yeah, and, and you're you're gonna start with um, a a studio uh, trickery version of just like journalists and critics reading off hate for Saint Anger. Or like reading maybe hate mail that they got. And it just like the voices build up and they build up and they build up and then it all comes to a stop and you just hear that heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And then it like that would just be kind of Metallica's back, you know, and screw you, you know, kind of opening to the criticism that I don't think they took. I mean, they've they've never really taken it well, I would say. But, you know, they don't have to. They're the biggest metal band in the world so they can tell you to pound sand and what can you do about it. I think they at this point they've been have been doing it for almost twenty years at this mm-hmm. point. I know, but still, like yeah. I think that kind of would yeah. have been a, a, a like an yeah. opening to saying anger, like oh, what's going on here, and then just like yeah, Metallica's back. Yeah, I okay. I, I, I I just wrote like two quick little things. I just wrote killer. Love it. I mean, I, I guess I have a lot. So it sucks. Yeah, I mean, it it is. It's a much better, in my opinion, it's a much better intro than uh or opening song than frantic is and i guess i have sort of (laughs) saying something yeah i guess i sort of have a little bit of a connection to this record like i do with load because this was sort of the album that 
I, I don't remember if I said that I remember St. Anger coming out, but like this was like the first album where I really remember like trying to get it the first day it came out. I think I might have even got a leak of it, to be honest. Sorry, Lars, but that's just the way it was. I saw them on this tour. <laughs> I followed them a lot on this album. So like I am very familiar with a lot of these songs. Like a lot of these songs were played on 97.9 The Loop chicago rock radio so i've, I've oh, heard them a, may you rest in yeah, peace I've, I've heard them a bunch so when i saw them on this tour at allstate in 09 they opened with this song and you know all the lights were off and you know they had the heartbeat going and like that kind of the thing with them though what they do and if you watch live versions of it you'll note notice when they do like an intro like they do it for battery um i think they do it for black and where they'll actually just for some reason play a sample of the studio version for like a minute or like 30 seconds and then right when there's like a big kick in part that's when the actual band starts playing and they did it with this yeah. song and I, I don't know i think it looked really cool when they did it. I, th I feel like they had like laser lights going and it was dark and they were kind of walking down the tunnel and getting on the stage when it was building up but anyway mm -hmm. just to get to the song i mean it, it's a great freaking kick the door down opener which mark mark mm -hmm. i know you like so i don't know i'm assuming you're a fan of this but just love i'm just so impressed with james's rhythm playing on this the fact that he could play this and sing at the same time i yeah, dig the drumming sick. i mean robert this is robert's intro to the band and his bass tone is fantastic on it i think so i don't know i think it's a good sort of uh kind of being revitalized and being like, okay, you, you haven't heard from us in a while. St. Anger maybe didn't go that well for us. So here, we're back, and this is kind of what you guys remember. So, I, like, I actually... Oh, go ahead. I like it as an opener. I do think there's a song that might be a better opener coming um, hmm. soon. Um, I actually wish we had a little bit more, Robert. There were some, some sections where it was ripe for him to come in, and just, for whatever reason, there just wasn't enough, and he was there. And I, I'm not putting that necessarily on him, but I'm like, oh, just a little bit more would have been more so bass, yeah, more, yeah, more, yeah, just maybe yeah. a little bit more fill, a little bit instead of like just a simple slide. I don't know. Maybe that's just what I felt. Okay. But yeah, let's keep moving on to the end of the line. unpack in this song i mean it's nearly yeah. eight minutes and like there's a lot of obvious and justice for all almost like b-side or extra material i feel like uh it was re resurrected for this album uh 20 years later 
Um, you know, I love the return of the twin guitar leads. It's almost kind of reminiscent of Kill 'Em All, and you'll see a lot mm. of this uh, throughout the album, almost kind of going back to their uh, new wave of British heavy metal roots. Um, there's a really cool dynamic bit um, uh, at uh, 512 here that I really think for an album, especially that does, I don't know how the song's on the brick wall, but uh, in the secretly remastered version, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and and you know it's it, it it's I know it's you know kind of cliche to be like well you know they're copying somebody else at this point but I mean it is very system of a down like then um, Rick Rubin did produce system of a down so you know hmm. there's definitely a connection to be had there um, but I think that's pretty cool from a band that you still hear like like some of the better new metal influences at the time making its way through here I mean Kevin played a clip uh, there that had kind of uh, James and his yarling um, you know reload sounding vocals there. I don't remember the line, but you can hear it back in the playback. But like, it, 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 like it's a mesh of influences that I think work really well. What doesn't work really well, um, and maybe they should have uh, uh, thought about it more. I think you know where I'm getting here. You know, you think that uh, somebody might have said after Saint Anger, like the guys, like no. maybe that wasn't always the wrong idea. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, maybe, gonna... maybe we kind of had the direction right there, where they cut back a little bit on some of that bilge in I... the song. But you know, it's Kirk. It's... What are you gonna do? They got change nine elms in, and but. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Kevin finally had a nice break from the Weedle, and it is back stronger than ever now. Oh, in, in four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's back. I know. But yeah, this song uh, I, I wrote. It's great, but on my... So, you know, I was doing the thing again where I was listening to it through headphones and I had my notes app and I was kind of just writing down what I thought as I was listening to it. And I've always liked this song, but this last listen, I'm I'm like, it's great, but it started to feel a little long around the seven, seven and a half mark to me. <laughs> okay. I, I know, but like, I, I was really I digging all the parts and then you. right when it got there, like... I don't know if I was on my phone doing something else, but I'm like, man, this song's still going. Um, the one part I, I will, I, I wrote down, uh, the slave becomes the master slow part. Uh, I yeah. said that kind of yeah. harkens back to the load or reload era a little bit, at least for me. Um, I, I don't remember the exact time I, I know, stamp on I know that, which part but... you're talking about. Yeah, it's funny, Mark. Yeah, you kind of covered all the points uh, that I wanted to go over as far as, yeah, all the, the numerous influences. I mean, you've got, yeah, that kind of the new metal uh influences you've got some of the 80s influences uh and it was funny in relation to that solo i I had written on here that it's kind of funny that it's been over a decade since we had like a guitar solo and it's back and it's like i'm tired of it (laughs) i know know it's like yeah i'm like it's uh, like i thought i what do they come back with just something that just i would have loved to have seen him in the studio just him doing that is it just like yeah like, yeah yeah good yeah. do another one it yeah. kind of reminds okay, me of we, uh, okay. uh, i know we're not Get supposed to talk take. about on this show at least by my decree but uh what paul stanley said about uh mark st john's i think uh recording kiss solos yeah just like it's just something he's puking all over the fretboard <laughs> god yeah. it's like i, I don't yeah i i don't know why because luckily i mean we, it's not all like that in this album but no, i just no, as soon as, 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 yeah, as soon as this fired up i'm like 
God. It, it's, it's kind like of you, like it, 10 years later. All right, Kirk. Maybe that was just brewing up in Kirk. Like, it's, and all of a sudden, after de- a de- 10 years, and all of a sudden, that's okay. You, bur- you burst the, bu- uh, the bubble, or the cap comes off the, <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> yeah, the, the wine, uh, yeah, the uh, cork, yeah, just flies on. You've just got. Yeah, yeah, just that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can Militant do a cool wheel. one. Like, I love Devil's Dance, uh, De- Devil's Dance, and uh, you know, he can do a nonsense solo and make it sound good. But it just was it's right. just straight up Weedle uh, Heaven. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to make uh, yeah one uh, as far as kind of harking back to the earlier days at four minutes. Uh, it's funny where it almost hey, it combines kind of Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning a little bit in the sensibilities. Hmm. Yeah, it was four minutes exactly. Yeah, that's a very like maiden or priest melody. Yeah, but it had yeah. even that guitar tone sounds like that early kind of eighties like like Marshall like with the distor- distortion pedal like what they started with, uh, and that kind of. Uh, but it's weird. Yeah, this is a song that really jumps a lot of different hurdles, and I think unfortunately because of the length, I think it kind of misses the last one. Yeah. <laughs> this is I yeah. mean, real quick, <laughs> real quick comment before we move on. Yeah, um, it, it, it's unfortunate for me in my opinion for all these songs is that they're not bad right there's there's no, no parts that are totally stinkers okay maybe the solo but you, okay you can forget yeah. that a little bit but there's just like the parts are good the parts are good and i'm like okay that's a good part that's a good part that's a good part but they're just like they keep going and and it's not and you're like okay yeah yeah and then it's eight minutes later and you think, yeah, those were good parts, but maybe we could have removed them and made a better song. Well, that that picks up and on where, what I started with, with Metallica doing Metallica. And if you were a band trying to copy Metallica, what's well, like the first thing you would do is you would just write a parade of riffs and be like, yeah, Master of Puppets. Yeah, they do that. And that's what it kind of sounds like that. Like, hey, we did that 30 years ago. So let's keep churning it out. Right. Which is like you like, oh, yeah, those are good. And that's why I said best in small doses. Like when I listen to this album and I tried tried doing it from top to bottom, you get real tired real fast. When I listen to like one track at a time, I had time for one track. I'm like, oh, that was a great track. But then, if I was listening to it in sequence, like, when is this gonna end? Yeah. That that's I don't know. That's the feeling I get. But yeah, let's go on to uh, slightly shorter here. Oh boy, minute and thirty <laughs> shorter. That's um, <laughs> broken, beaten, scarred. Still pushing seven though, six and a half. some of those first draft james takes in there and that i definitely see where that's coming from um 
Yeah, this is a great, I mean, probably one of the heavier songs on the record. Uh, very dense sounding. Uh, this is, it's fine. This is a song, even if, if, having not re- listened to the record for a long time. Yeah, just uh, that one, uh, uh, that verse that always, I still remember it even from when the album came out. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you more strong. I don't know what it is, but just the way that it's delivered is very catchy. Hmm. And I always, I just always really liked, yeah. Yeah, that it's almost I like it has its own. I love the guitars around that part too. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just it's it's a very unique because again, it's kind of again, it's a typical metal kind of line. But I don't know, just the way that it's delivered. Yeah, just like oh, that's actually I don't know why I like it, but I really yeah yeah, it kind of makes you makes you want to sing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's interesting you, you uh, mentioned that, Chris, because I remember on yeah. first listen back in the day. I, well, one thing that I have a lot of memories with with this record, um, which I actually really appreciate because it helps me get into the records, is the band will sort of do a documentary on the making of the record. And, they, and obviously they did it with, you know, St. Anger and some kind of monster, and they did it with Load and Reload, but they did... Uh, like a full like hour two hour thing called uh, making magnetic and it's cool to see them like make the record and see each guy individually tracking his parts and stuff and it's funny because there's like you see robert like in the small little like vocal booth and he's like singing that part and it's kind of hilarious i don't know just something about robert singing is funny to me yeah and that part always was just a little cheesy to me but other than that i mean i love this song i love the groove i feel like i like it a lot more now than I used to. Like the duna duna It's just there's a lot of a lot of good punch and groove to this song. So yeah, I, I, I like this song. I got no problems. I got no qualms. Sure. Yeah, I mean as a uh, a guitar player, I uh I, I'm always drawn much more to uh learning leads and harmonies. Um it's much more uh apt for me to pick up a guitar and and or hear some piece of music and just want to learn a solo um i'm not as you know i wouldn't say that i'm you know i don't learn riffs at all but you know it's it's not often that i come across a riff that makes me want to learn it as much as this one here I don't know why. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but that is one of the coolest riffs yeah. I've heard Metallica no, come up I, with I in a while. I agree with you. It, it, yeah, it's a very weird. Picking. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it's not like a typical like power chord kind of uh, just chugging. Yeah, it's got. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, there's very something about like if, if, or, yeah. it's the kind of thing like you know we've all been to guitar shops and we've heard a range of players you know from the very worst to just guys who just are really good and probably should just like shut up and go record an album and get out of the <laughs> the practice room. But you know, like that's the kind of riff that I heard somebody playing and they played it well. It would just like be so clean yet so distorted. You know what I mean? Where it's like yes. it's distorted yet it's crystal clear. Like you when you, when you do pick. it right. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so clean and clear and like, I'm not that tight of a player to be able to do that, but I would love to be able to be. And like, that's the kind of riff that I would just love to be able to play. I can also f- play another segment here because I love the way Lars throws this fill in here. Uh, let me play it for reference and then I'll talk about it. I love that fill and it's so subtle mm-hmm. and let me play it again. Cause it's so simple. 
I mean, it, yeah. it, it, in 2008, you would just have like like prog metal and technical death metal bands are a dime a dozen. And I could just hear like just the nonsense that you might hear out of like a Portnoy wannabe. Just a, <laughs> you know, like, and just like <laughs> Lars just has like such an attitude feel there. Just like, I don't care. I'm Lars. I'm a multimillionaire right. and I'll drum how I want, you know? Right. It's just such a, I don't care, Phil, and I love it. It fits so well. It's just something that I, and I it just would miss, love, but it's really cool. Yeah, I love I, how that goes into the verse, too. It's great. Yeah, that's a, that was a perfect part. I guess you could say that whole, like, 20 seconds or so is, yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know if I caught great, the most uh, representative part that we'll get to later, but it's a, definitely a yeah. really cool part. I can tell you one thing, you know, it's sometimes, and I might say this about the next album, too, but it's refreshing to hear people with tood play. Mm-hmm. especially in the modern era where people are just cranking out songs, especially technical metal songs. It's okay, whatever. Great sounds in the like studio. Pro- pro- yeah, so sounds live. like it was programmed <laughs> in logic. But is, is everybody ready for our track for ballad? I, I see a track oh. for ballad in the future. Boy, did I, I miss I feel like that. we might get yeah. one. Did I miss that oh. with St. Anger? Yeah. The n- number oh. one complaint about St. Anger is that the fourth track was not a ballad that starts oh. slow and starts rocking. Well, why, why didn't we get one? <laughs> Come and, on. And, and well, here's, that's okay. here's the thing, too. I know we were talking before where we're like is, is that really would you really consider that a ballad but i think i was reading that straight from kirk's mouth or at least it was a quote that he did consider the four spot a ballad on the metallic record so you know i rest my case from the man yeah. himself <laughs> anybody else before we leave this track anybody else here harvester of sour sorrow boy do i start with that word. sour harvester <laughs> of sauron sorrow Sour, yeah <laughs> Right. You know what I'm no, talking no, about. Don't, 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 start, don't start giving European bands more ammo <laughs> for their song titles. Harvester of Sour, I guess we'll call it. Uh, if you don't like that I, song. I can, I can kind of hear that. But again, Metallica but, does Metallica. Not, come on, I, we need to get to our bail. <laughs> yeah, we need to get right. to our, uh, our tune. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting, again, kind of pulling from the past. I want you, I want your opinion at, um, at 45 seconds. I don't know why, but it sounds kind of like the clean part just sounds like classical gas. I don't know why uh, at 45 seconds. It's very strange. It's almost... You know what that? Yeah, it kind of. You, you know what that is. I mean, so, sorry yeah. to steal you away here, which might be kind of yeah. obvious, but that's absolutely fade to black in two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, I know, but yeah, that that, that was the other point I had as far as the lead up, like kind of that descending kind of line there. And then it goes into the clean. Yeah, it's almost yeah, you could say it's an almost yeah, clear ripoff. But uh, but I don't know why, because that is a very Metallica sounding, but maybe they ripped off classical gas. I don't know. It just it just sounded like they took that and they just slowed it down quite a bit. I'm like, that's kind of a quite a few parts um, in this record that just sound like they did what they did before, but backwards or just they just maybe it. nobody admits it's, yeah, it's it's been what, uh, 10 years. Maybe nobody will notice. Yeah. Um, and what <laughs> and what is it at the five minute mark? It's just three minutes of riffing, like almost half the almost almost the same did you, okay good all right so we're all so that wasn't just me i mean why I mean, just you. so what a third of the song is just okay you're just like okay where's the okay we're waiting for it all right we're just gonna riff out we're just gonna riff the rest of the song away yeah, and then of course, uh, well, all right. Well, you think it's good? Oh no! Then there's yeah, at about six thirty. Then there's another Kirk stock solo. And he's just he can't help himself. He's just got to throw that out the there. Treasure chest, thinking he's giving you some kind of special toy. It's just like another beanie baby. Like it's just another stupid so, like, uh, truck or something. It's, it's God, like Kirk, it, come on. Those those of you who have ever worked with music programs before and like sampling programs and you see like riff A, riff B, riff C, Kirk Solo C, he pulled it out and inserted it right in there. That's where I know it was just solo. so just it's like, like literally it was yeah, it's like, it's like a like random like a 12 tone generator. Right, it's like the uh, end of it's, it's like it's like the ball at the end of the when you're bowling at the end of the lane where it's just okay, it's hooking into that, but it, instead it just sits there for three <laughs> minutes before it actually hits it hits its target. Wow! And and then you see, and then you gotta yeah, then you gotta split. Yeah, you don't even get the strike. Yeah, you get yeah like a split or something. I mean, it's you split the pins. Yeah, it's like oh wow, okay, you're like all this build up, everybody's watching you, yeah, everybody that's it's quiet, and you're waiting for oh, okay, wow, okay, there's like this three minutes of okay, maybe it's gonna get somewhere, and then. <laughs> Call this part a foul <laughs> ball. That's what we'll call yeah. yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah, the bowling ball. ball. Not not only did it yeah miss yeah the strike, it also leaped out over the gutter into the other lane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And so I feel I, bad because I like because this is such a memorable song, but I this is the first time I actually just as far as digging deep into it, <laughs> where I really jumped. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, I've been sitting here for three minutes without any. And this is. <laughs> It's like a weird instrumental track in the like, but it's not even in the middle. It's, it's at like the you've end. Covered like, five miles in your car, <laughs> they're still riffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like at least with Tool. I mean, they would do the instrumental. It's like, like the freight five train minutes has already gone right by. Yeah, I mean, they had a, they had a, they had a yeah, they had a kind of a, a theme they stuck to. Here, it's just like uh, yeah. Wait, is this the one? Is weird. this the one that fades out, or does it have a clear ending? I don't remember. Because because there's four guys and this, we don't know. <laughs> it's either this one or the instrumental that just fades out and i, I swear know. the band was just riffing in the studio and the engineer just had to call it quits and he just pulled the yeah, it just, it off. It just hit the stop button yeah because so i I've, I've listened to this record what three times and i still don't know i didn't like I, yeah i don't remember like, i don't know you just got to the point where your brain's just like okay i'm done all right i don't <laughs> i just oh. uh, Anyway, okay. That kind of the fade out kind of reminds me of a story. I have a, a friend who's a recording <laughs> artist and a, he's a jazz uh, a player, and 
his band was um, recording, uh, I believe it was John Coltrane's Impressions. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because yeah, like I know a giant, this story. It's just a super fast song. Just, just a da 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 Or it might be Giant Steps. I can't remember. But um, like it's got this outro. And uh, the drummer, um, uh, he like knocked over the snare or something <laughs> during the recording of the outro. So the music just fades really fast. <laughs> it's <just> like... <laughs> 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 like it's really awkward once you know the story but anyway uh yeah, back to yeah. metallica um yeah uh this is obviously as i alluded to in my little pre uh song snark just like a reversing or reiteration or sequel of one i mean even down to the stupider version of that machine gun riff um that kevin didn't play um i am kind of uh <laughs> impressed how they're able to oscillate so smoothly from iron maiden to system of a down like there's like a section there's like four bars of iron maiden and those four bars of system of a down and there's four bars of iron maiden there's four bars of system of a down it's like it's almost i don't know it's like uncannily stupid um i will give this song a bit of love um and uh, i'm not revealing anything i'm not sure where i'm going with this to be honest or any of these um because i'm they're so new to me but the um you know i yeah i flushed one um i admit it I I uh, I'm so sick of hearing it. Like I don't need to ever hear that song again in my life. Um, and you know if they're gonna give me two or one part two or whatever, um, like in some ways I almost kind of like it <laughs> because it's just like I'm never gonna listen to one again, so I might as well listen to this. Like I don't know if that says it's good or not, but in some ways it's kind of like oh, kind of cool to hear like a cover band do one and do like their own thing. So like I'm never gonna listen to one again, but I at least maybe appreciate that's where they're at their point in their career. Like look, look guys, we know you're so sick of Enter Sandman and so sick of Master of Puppets and so sick of one and so sick of Fade to Black. You know what we're gonna do is like we're gonna like redo them, but we're gonna be really coy about it and just like reverse it, and then maybe we'll hope we'll pass it off as new music. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the intro was definitely though a little too kind of fade black i mean yeah. even the rising kind of uh, i mean i think they could have even a different different key i don't know it's just yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i i have a lot of memories with this song because this was the first single and kind of like the first metallica song after so many years that i you know was all over the radio and i heard it a bunch and i learned it and i maybe even tried covering with i don't remember but there's definitely a couple cheesy parts here and there uh, i had to step away for a second or i was on my phone but uh chris were you talking about the cheesy or something about the very end with the guitar solo was like the uh like those kind of like those parts yeah, I think I, I put. Uh, I'm not sure if that was the 620. Yeah, I, I, I started out with Stock Kirk solo. Then I also had the, like the part rising part, which might, sadly that might be the part. Put something it, yeah, about Kevin, play those, 645. Something about those oh. riffs are just like I'm getting like again kid at the guitar gu- guitar center with a line Fatigue. six on insane mode, like just trying to do a tapping thing. You know, what, you know what that little two four yeah. break that there sounds like bad, bad Michelangelo Badio. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> when he's like grooving in a track and he just like throws in a two far uh, two four like what a dun 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 like a different. That's like the worst thing you can call somebody. You can riff in every key. You can sweep pick in every key. That's bad. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're. That's so. Your guitar solo is like bad and mad. That's about bad. That's that's yeah. Just enters a different territory of of badness. <laughs> like you can play circles around me 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was Jim Dunn well, saying any time, yeah. any place, uh, Jim will, or Matt will shred you off. Whoever that <laughs> I, I don't know Jim Gillette quote, so it's okay. Uh, right. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw this out, too. I just kind of kind of want to be done with this song, but um, without... with. Cut cut the last four minutes of a riff off or whatever that is. Um, yeah. Musically, this feels more like the Unforgiven Three than the Unforgiven Three. In my mind, I don't know if if they change the lyrics to something about yeah, the Unforgiven. I, I, guess I, I would I would have believed that, that, that this was Unforgiven Part Three. three. Yeah, because <laughs> of like the clean passages were but, anyway. Yeah, I guess I could see that. It's a little bit yeah, heavier, yeah. but yeah, I. Yeah, I could see there. Yeah, well, we'll we'll wait. We'll wait until the end. Yeah, we'll wait until we get to Unforgiven Three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on. All nightmare long. if St. Anger were a lot of this and less of that what it was, like it would have been, yeah, I think it would have been more in line of what they said they were going for. Yeah. I mean, you hear a lot of the Jamesisms, I mean, he can't help himself, but uh, you hear a lot of the St. Anger, just kind of like the raw pain and just screaming out and just the blast beat-ish. Um, I have a clip here. I want to hear if anybody else, or if I'm just nuts uh, in hearing this part here. Call from the No more vagabonds. Oh, like it just yeah, right up yeah, here. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely yeah, dug a little deeper uh, yeah than I did. No, it's funny. This is <laughs> um, yeah. Again, after how like it's funny. Like like I think I mentioned this when we were texting a few days ago. As far as it took me, I think like the last record, like three three and a half songs. I might commute home and I'm I'm home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it, it takes like two to three days. Yeah. Just for me to I mean, I don't I don't. Yeah, this is one of those points where like the the producer should be like hitting the stop button. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I and a funny enough. Yeah, this, here's another song as far as dig, digging into what James was writing about. Another song about wolves because yeah. <laughs> it's what it, it's uh, how many years later? 17 years later. Uh, yeah, we've got. Uh, yeah, he's. I guess pulling from the uh, what is it the HP Lovecraft who did uh, the Call of Cthulhu, mm-hmm. um, and I guess yeah this one is another one of his short stories yeah talking about uh, wolves that uh, attack people in their nightmares I guess which I'm like okay that's pretty metal yeah uh, I don't know yeah uh, I guess I can give the uh, I wonder if that was a Rick uh, Rubin yeah. influence like trying to get them back to their roots or something that's possible yeah I uh, I wouldn't <laughs> Guys, you doubt go back it to to... singing about wolves that was cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god that was funny uh on uh on ultimate guitars website they had like the uh, like ranking all the metallica songs and yeah um um a wolf and man was like like almost right at the bottom of the list. Huh. so and it was pretty much it. we don't need a song about wolves james yeah well you got two but, of them, i don't know at least yeah now we got two of them here oh. Um, here's the uh, thing I was thinking um, earlier when I was talking about Rick Rubin (laughs) and I I just my comment there made me think about it it's funny because I I don't know if this is just part of his process where I don't know maybe he's a little bit more like hands off or isn't in the studio as much but I was watching that Making Magnetic and out of like the whole two hour documentary he's only in it once and it's him just laying on a couch (laughs) he's in it for like 10 seconds and like some of the comments are like where's rick like he's the producer of this record and he's like not there at all like what is he doing yeah i don't get it for a guy who's got such a legendary status i mean when you hear people talk about him i mean some people kind of tread a very careful line as far maybe not wanting to offend him but yeah it's like well yeah rick kind of lets you do Let's just do what we want, and if he notices, then he'll—that's something that we need to change. Then he'll okay. kind of chime in. But it's kind of like, it's like when you get paid millions of dollars just to kind of—you think you know, he's didn't notice quite a lot in this? Album. You think he's that <laughs> kind of guy? I mean, just think about his diversity and his portfolio. That the bands hire really just to have an ally against the label. I don't know if Metallica needs it at this point in their career. Maybe they did after seeing yeah, it, but just be like, you know, we're going to hire Rick Rubin, and you know, mm-hmm. whatever he produces, you can argue with him. Go to bed for right. us, you know, mm-hmm. like kind of like a manager mm-hmm. almost. Right. Uh, right. I don't know. You no, know, it's, 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 it's funny here. There's also a lot of, uh, as far as you know, with, uh, what they can do with the E string here, I think it kind of falls a little flat where it almost sounds like a slayer, like Kerry King just yeah. going. I was going to chime in real quick with my, my three bits. I feel like this was one of the, the singles on this record, like on the first kind of initial listen back in 2008, where, you know, I heard it a lot and it was cool, but it wasn't one of my favorites, but it's kind of creeping out to be one of my favorite singles on the album uh i wrote a couple notes saying it's kind of odes back to the new wave of british heavy metal on this album and i put some slayer-esque harmonies i heard in there on this song and i uh if you could pull up a timestamp right around 621 uh just the chord choices are just very kind of like hardcore metal here and i just love it in this song i think it sounds super cool it's it's like that power chord but he's adding that extra kind of low e string note so if you're thinking mm-hmm. about like a not to get technical here but if you're thinking about like a like a normal kind of 577d power chord he's actually adding the 5 on the low e to kind of beef it up a little bit i don't know what the term for that is but he does it here in the Oh yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, it's huge. And, okay. and the last thing it's cool. The last thing I'll say, uh, this is gonna be my uh thirty second uh clip of the album submission. I put a little video in the chat. Uh this is just oh, the no. one kind of memory I have of this song for some reason. And, and just <laughs> let it play through until after the scream. <laughs> I just can't help but that freaking Robert getting right up in the camera doing that. So that's my memory. Thanks. I love it. Okay, I'm all funny. for that. It kind of reminds me of, uh, well, the band I'll be referencing next uh, next track. Oh, okay. okay. Let's get to a little bit of that. Wow. 
hear the uh, system of a down. I hear the other influences, but I could not get over. Uh, I might be the only one in the world to think this, but in this section here, I hear Metallica infused rat. Anyone else hearing a little round and round or any detonator era? Anybody else hearing a little rat in the Metallica? I, I oh, yeah, that melodic kind of choice, I guess you could say, has like that. Uh, I would love that if that was uh, the case, but I, no. I you don't. know, it's funny that descending part <laughs> in the main riff kind of has like uh, smoking in the boys' room too for Motley Crue. Like, oh, they can never escape. Yeah, they can never escape that. Yeah, it's like it's drag. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a chromatic uh, kind of descending riff uh i don't know why that just popped into my head but yeah but yeah i guess you could say there's the bare metal influence yeah, on death <laughs> magnetic about of all places suicide Maybe that's <laughs> why i like the riff yeah <laughs> it is it, yeah, let's, it, yeah as far as talking about a riff on here that you just get stuck in your brain it's kind of one of those okay like a riff of the album and i think this is one of them metallica uh, does so much better when they sing about suicide without going suicide like they just yeah. eh, it takes you out of it Right. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Jay, I guess James can't help himself. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes he's just gotta, gotta belt it out. Uh, uh, yeah, it's funny how many moments I have in here where I just have another stock Kirk solo. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out <laughs> of the toy the, chest again. Yeah, though I'm not gonna. Like, uh, another uh, Weedle I'm, Weedle for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna bore people with it, but, uh, um, yeah, Kevin, if you had 451, it's fine. There, this is one of the records yeah, that really were the, because again, I know they tried maybe doing it a little bit on scene anger as far as a sludgier sound, but here I think it really is, is a more effective. Where the other, maybe it's because of the production. It's it's funny that solo like how, didn't he, did, what, what wasn't there another song on here where that came out like that? I, I yeah, swear that, that we've heard last that. one that we talked about. Just one he, he, he took <laughs> stock it's funny, solo I, and I, C and, and I made the stock guy. solo C A. Yeah. And it's funny I I love the guy, but it's like I I, I don't know if it's just a, like oh no maybe they won't notice because the songs are so long. <laughs> at this point at this point people are just. Yeah, everybody else in the band just doesn't is gone. Just out of, yeah, we, had yeah, we push some her. right ideas. Yeah, uh, but here it's like, okay, I'm gonna sneak this in because nobody gives a shit at this point. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just okay. Okay, Kirk, yeah, just put that, put something there. There's this 20 second slot we need you to fill it up with. Yeah, stock. Uh, yeah, uh, stock uh, solos. <laughs> yeah, are, stock are, material. Are we ready for our, our third part? Our third part of the Unforgiven. Can't wait. I think I I I know. Terminator like, I, 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 three of Unforgiven. <laughs> oh, how is it you came up with that? I was about to bring that up. Yeah. That maybe it should have been left Terminator one. I was gonna bring up that. Okay. Help 
Okay, guys, I'll be honest. I'm not sure why. So I did this sound clip other than to drive us all. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, that could be anywhere on this record. <laughs> that could be, you could just take that again, stock, and just yeah, puzzle it yeah, it's, right onto it's, another it, song. Yeah. We know the other Unforgiven solos, which were uh, I know, Mark, you terminated the first Unforgiven, yeah. but you fun. have to admit that the solo was a little different than Stock Kirk. This um, one feels right out of nineteen. Like he brought a. He's like, guys, I know you're sick of the the generic toys like i'm gonna give you something that is right out of 1988 like, like here's a rubik's cube like it just right. it sounds like a joe satriani record like like an outtake or something of the extreme yeah a little a little a little bit uh it was funny i had remember my first note on this song was yeah like no one asked for a godfather three nobody asked for unforgiven three uh, yeah Jesus. i yeah, the, <laughs> the movie the, parallels are incredible. It's, it's like, I, love I know, it. yeah, I, I, I hate to because that, that was the, the first thing that popped three. into my head after like the first minute and a half of just that weird kind of intro clean sound that kind of reminded me of something right out of like a 70s like time piece time period movie somebody should have just like, smacked okay. him and be like guys there was no gone for the wind three there was going no, no right. gone for the wind two there was just gone for the wind right just move on I, I will yeah i will admit though some of the vocals and verses on here are okay i, I found myself kind of singing them but again yeah they're not memorable enough to like in the first two unforgivens where they kind of really stick with you um which is unfortunate but yeah this is again which only a few artists in history have made the third outing in a trilogy work. Yeah, I mean it's, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, it's a shame that this didn't hit as hard as it should have. And music um, just doesn't work like that, to be honest. Like even you know, like Operation Mindcrime Two, like it's just, <laughs> like it's okay. We don't, don't know. We, we don't mention. Just, we don't just, mention. Just music that doesn't album. work. Like that. You, just, you just, there are no sequels in music. It just doesn't work. Right, yeah. I mean, Unforgiven Two. I mean, just barely. I mean, that was a song. I think I appreciated a little bit more, even with after Mark kind of, yeah, kind of convincing me of it. Not that I. Well, I still to me, the that song was the Unforgiven yeah. One. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I was for you, for you, for yeah, you see, personally, yeah. Yeah, yeah for I, Mark, I it's that, like yeah. the ter- Terminator One, Terminator Two deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Where, I saw where some, first. you know, <laughs> some people. Yeah, but it's where some people. Some people like, love the one, and yeah, yeah but they, yeah. but each one of them it had a memorable kind of. Like where they kind of almost like, like complimented each other. Where here it's it doesn't sound like an unforgiving. I was I mean, going to say that. Yeah. 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 Th- like I said, the the beginning sounds like uh, okay. We have to sound like the unforgiven, but we're kind of just burned out. Again, I know I'm going to be using that a lot. Well, that's uh, so why. Gonna, that's why I said sh- yeah. yeah we're so, we're, so we're going to throw in like this weird like show tuny intro that doesn't yeah. That's why I really... said that the day that never comes almost reminds me of more of the unforgiven. Sure. Yeah, I, I could have seen that yeah. if they could have if they would have taken maybe taken these the bits and pieces of these two songs and maybe combined created something else. It's a little bit shorter. Yeah, maybe you would have had something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when I remember looking at the track listing for this, and I don't remember if this song was a, was this song a single. Like, did this get dropped pretty early in the album cycle? I don't I remember, remember if it did or not but i remember seeing the track listing and kind of like expecting it to be a lot closer to the unforgiven because you listen to the unforgiven 2 and it's like it sounds a lot like the unforgiven 1 they just sort of did a bit of a country kind of classic rock vibe over it but this one sounds nothing like any of the unforgivens and i was thinking if anything they would do the same thing but maybe make it a little bit more of a new metal version or something like that sort of in comparison mm-hmm. but i mean we're getting into the territory here after cyanide where the remaining songs i 
don't really like i really know the first half of this <laughs> yeah. album yeah this is it's always this for me it's always like i'm, a, I'm, a, fir- I'm a first i'm a first half album metallica guy if you haven't figured it out yet but like since load right, yeah yeah but like i knew everything up until cyanide and i think it's just because most of those songs were singles and they were on the radio so much where you know seven through ten uh, i guess outside of the my, my apocalypse but the rest of them were yeah. a little bit more deep cuts. But this one, it's weird because I was reading about it, and James says that this is his favorite Unforgiven out of all of them. And I'm like... Did he say that in 2008? Yeah, he probably said it back then. <laughs> Which, you know, I will say, <laughs> say I didn't really... This is the uh, it was like the best we've ever yeah. done. Yeah, this is... We gotta, just gotta go True. out True, gotta... yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. I, I will say, like, when I was <laughs> listening to it, my notes, I have two bullet points, and I said, not bad, actually... Uh, I put stock is rising question mark, but I don't know if I feel that way anymore. And then I said, uh, death, I said, death, my least favorite unforgiven. And I don't know if this is a benefit, but I wrote it in here. I wrote didn't seem that long, which I guess is good. So, <laughs> so for all you listeners out there, if you want to see how Alex treats the back halves of Metallica albums, please go back and listen to the love it or flush it for our St. Anger episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Right, well, I, I can't say I'm going to be repeating that tonight, but this is true. This is what I do. We'll see. Yeah, yeah th- th- there's way too much of that in this song. There's like five minutes of it. That's yeah. It's not, it sounds it sounds like a weaker, like some uh, a lesser band trying to do an Unforgiven, where it should be this exactly. should be the this should be there should be a, like an ultimate conclusion, and it's not. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. Before we move on, can you play uh, around 306, where it kind of remi- looks like they're dipping back into the load reload riff. Uh, basket. Oh, really? Yeah, you can see, see what, like I said, it just, it just kind of reminded me. Oh, yeah. I remember this part. Yeah, that sounds right like right out of... Yep. It, it sounds really good. They pulled it right out of 96, 97, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, let's get to this uh, back half that's absolute golden memorable to everybody here. I'm <laughs> sure we can... Been all been waiting for suicide and redemption, but we got to get through the Judas kiss first. Eight minutes. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's blast our way through this. the thing you play the worst parts of the song so like how is anybody how is anybody supposed to voice a serious opinion on it when you just play the wheels that's not fair because let's be honest which engineer sat through that and didn't hit the space bar to just stop it i was just thinking how, how like how did somebody not take his guitar away from him come on moment <laughs> We like, all we I know we all love that stomp part too that 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 I started the clip with. That, the, the worst that, part that of the whole just, song. Now you're gonna make me hate the song now because of that. 
Okay, Alex, I'll back you up, and I will play a part. I will support this song a little bit with, uh, you know, it's hard to support a little part in an eight-minute song, but let's give it a try. Honestly, Incredible. like, where did, that is where did the eight yeah, minutes come from? Like, why did they find that? I just played it. Stick it in the eight spot <laughs> and then just decide to bloat it up. It's like, it's like yeah, there's I, like a, a, a nugget of goodness in there. Yeah. Almost like okay, I know. I'm, I, I, and then they're just that like, was the part I actually had on here that I actually that like I had positive things to say about. It's just horrible. Yeah. I know I've been accused of playing the worst parts of this song, but when the worst parts of the song drag on for two minutes, what can I do? Or three minutes. Like, come on. Or what's the minutes. excuse? What's the excuse? You know, it's for, funny. For I, a minute a weed, of Weedle. What is, yeah, th- there it, is none. It makes a good song bad. Yeah, Alex, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I was, something popped into my head that I, uh, that I thought about after uh, we had discussed End of the Line. But here, because yeah, Kirk doesn't disappoint, I found a spot for it. You know, it's funny, after 10 years of not being able to, sh- to kind of to present himself the way that he wants, it's almost like somebody withholding sex from somebody for a decade, and this is what happens. You get <laughs> yeah. that. Minute, just minutes. <laughs> minutes of just where it's not even like... And maybe it's because I'm listening to a lot of other music, just more contextual kind of, or the guitar solo kind of fits with the, again, with the context of what's going on. And it's not just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Kirk like, decided to like become a brother or something, or live like in a convent or something. <laughs> and he gets yeah. out and he just like goes to like the seediest red light district. <laughs> he goes to Amsterdam. Like, oh, yeah. It's just yeah, you're just yeah. holding it in for day. Like you just yeah, you're just sexually frustrated. That's what it sounds like right now. Yeah, that's first, what it is. In, in, a, in, in the context of a, I was looking. I'm like, I was hoping. I'm like, okay, I found my spot. Thank you, Kevin. This is true. <laughs> I will blaming. say, if Kirk would just somehow concise his solo. I mean, yes. Okay, he's absolutely revered as like one of the best metal guitarists ever, and he he Why? he can shred. But here's my point: he's got chops. But if he would just concise his solos down to like the good parts, and then once he realized yeah. that the good parts were done, stop playing. Like like that's what he does. Like like he has great parts, and then eventually it just reaches a point where it's kind of no longer good, and now he's just playing for speed and just showing what he can do. And it's like, man, if you cut that down, I feel like you know you'd be even higher on the ranks of best. Get- I don't know. He just what, what was that like, thing I in the? Like there are a lot of songs where like there aren't even any good parts at all. Sure. Too much of that <laughs> but I'm I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm going to chime in and I'm going to say I wrote that I this song sounded like it could be maybe like a B side on the Black album. I don't know if that's a bit of a hot mm-hmm. take there, but that's kind of the vibe I got. And yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that I, part you played, Mark, is incredible. I, I freaking love that part in that making magnetic. There's a there's a video of James tracking the rhythm guitar to that part, and he's got a white Gibson Flying V. And it's just, oh, nice. it's amazing. I just, just I always see the James stance. Yeah. No, he's, he he's just sitting. He's just sitting on a chair with his like okay. his low cut pompadour, and he's like, 
This song is amazing. I, I love that part. It's my stock is rising, but yes, it is long. I'll give you that. Yeah. But you know, but this funny, is obviously about- a stock is rising because the second half of the record I didn't really know as much. So this one's kind of like, oh, I didn't really remember <laughs> this song. And now, to go. now it's it's jumping up. So I like it. Yeah. You know, it's it, you know, it's funny you brought up that uh, as far as this having the possibility of being a b-side on the black album i don't know if bob rock would have put up with that, especially sure. with that glorious part that right. kevin yeah. uh queued up uh yeah what was that that scene in the in the documentary alex i think you mentioned as far as where where bob brings up like kirk i thought you were voted like uh, guitar oh, player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. black album guitar player of the year why don't we have a guitar player of the year solo so, <laughs> th- 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 this is not yeah this is not that yeah <laughs> uh, michael or, J. Anyway. fox not marty mcfly yeah. Well, let's um yeah, let's get to our I think it's gonna be our most beloved track on the album. That is Suicide and Redemption of Whopping 957. song is 10 minutes long and i have nothing to say about it uh, <laughs> can we move on yeah, yeah i'll, I'll uh, jump yeah. in here yeah fuck it no i no I, i'm not i'm not gonna give you the satisfaction <laughs> it's, it's like uh, you know, uh, we're playing poker and it's hope everybody checks because i got a seven and a two two nothing yeah well yeah fortunately i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to throw some stuff in yeah. the pot 10 there. minutes the um, song sums up in five letters I, sucks yeah i <laughs> all right i okay i'll give it's funny yeah, with you yeah i don't think have you has, has there been one instrumental metallica song that you've liked or no, no. i think you've kind of you've, no. you've buried them all i think there's five of them um, for each letter of yeah, sucks yeah this <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll admit yeah the one this is thing, the final the first S. thing that, yeah the first thing well yeah of course the link i mean they probably could have first s <laughs> yeah, they probably could have chopped quite a bit of this off. Uh, but also, like, where are the lyrics? It's funny. They this does not sound like an instrumental track as far as the like the different sections are very almost like they're being built propped up for like James to chime in. And yeah, I just thought it was very odd. Yeah, that they didn't. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but I hate to admit, I I do like that main riff, and I do kind of like that kind of ping ponging uh, guitar uh, part at two hundred four. Kevin, if you could play that. Uh, I know it's kind of maybe it's just because it's a simpler part that doesn't kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of that. Yeah, I don't. Maybe it's just because after being bludgeoned with, uh, yeah, just all that pent up Kirk. Uh, uh, <laughs> turn off the delay pedal. Right. I don't know. I I like a little delay every once in a while, but uh, you know, it's funny. I, I guess I guess Mark, you're not alone as far as yeah the overall opinion. Yeah, on Ultimate Classic Rock, this was. 115 out of 115 on the top 100 <laughs> or top 100 uh, okay. top metallica yeah so yeah i guess you, yeah Stock's so it's not the yeah, very yeah, no the stock anybody. is not it's 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 holding up the yeah, the other 114 songs <laughs> um yeah 
Yeah, <laughs> the wind but, beneath my wings. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but yeah, like I said, again, there's some music. There's again, this is a song of moments, and there are some of the riffs that I do like, mm-hmm. uh, like that uh, the main one, and I do kind of like that. I know that's only what a few seconds of ten minutes, but hey, I um, did love my friend of yeah. misery, and that's yeah. I know that's not an instrumental, but kind of was meant to be. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe if they yeah, this thrown- is one of the ones. Yeah, where it's instrumental that should not have been an instrumental. It, <laughs> it sounds been, like a yeah. metallic. Yeah. It's like the thing uh, that should not be. I'll say, I'll say, you can criticize progressive metal all you want, especially in 2008 when it's saturated beyond belief. But given that it's 2008, you better up your instrumental game, especially if you're giving oh, us yeah. a 10 minute oh, one. Yeah. This is it's not like, 1984 no, not, any, anymore. Yeah, you cannot release a 10 minute. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, and it's not even like, like I said, it's not even a. That's the thing that maybe why people hate it so much is that it's not really. It's like a. It's a song that's like we're okay. Did James forget to write lyrics? Was he out to lunch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was he was he, t- was he tired of listening to Kirk in the studio? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a song of filler on an album of filler. <laughs> not good. Right. Yeah. I just yeah. like come on, come on, guys. It's like we we are prime instrumental territory progressive metal bands are releasing them left and right and blowing this out of the water even if they're a little bit formulaic so that we, we don't need it yeah i mean i i, I could <laughs> see that this was maybe the song i least knew on the record going into it and <laughs> what <laughs> would you know <laughs> yeah i don't guys guys suicide and redemption i feel like it was pushing that one for me i feel like it was pushed a little bit around the around when it, the album came up maybe not i don't remember I mean, there definitely are some parts of the song I liked. I put in my notes. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Yeah, there's great ideas. I put put in my notes, and this is going to be funny to say this, but I said I love 6 minutes and 30 seconds on. (laughs) Like, it doesn't start getting really good until that point. And I I, I literally literally (laughs) wrote this in my notes, but now you guys are making me feel bad about it. I, I, I still... This is tough to say because I just don't think I'm a Metallica instrumental guy. But I literally did put turning out to be my favorite Metallica instrumental. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, Ke- Ke- yeah, Kevin, I know you. I know you. I, I, you you're probably just you, done with this. You're moved on to the next. No, song. but you're totally right. It, it just it just kind of sounds like a song. It's <clears throat> it's less of a journey, and it's just like a lot of kind of jammy riffs, just kind of compacted. It is, so yeah. it didn't need to be this long. So I mean. No. It's, yeah, Ke- turning yeah. out to oh, be ahead, my Alex. favorite yeah. metal. That's not saying a whole lot. That's just that's kind of like need- a, that's kind of like a one-eyed opossum. Like I feel bad for it. I, I think we need a new "Get Your Instrumentals Off My Metallica" record. I think it, it's established right. at this point <laughs> that it just doesn't oh, need to be there. Yeah. Like just keep yeah, it Kev, for the you, uh, jams yeah. on stage. Right. Yeah, Kev. Uh, yeah. Before we leave this, uh, I guess what do you would consider monstrosity at six fifteen? Can you play the solo? I don't know why this is one of the again. Is this, then, do, do we want to hear this or yes we, we do i want to know you're kicking kirk while he's I, I, I've, I've, been, yeah, I've been critical of kirk up until this point and i want to give Good i want to give him props oh, okay. yeah <laughs> say one thing that's that's yeah it's pretty it's solid good, yeah. yeah it's it's fat yeah that's why it's kind of metallica does fish yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, alex but anyway. can you do me can you do me a favor before we move on to my apocalypse sure 
Can, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, next band practice. Can you just propose that you open your 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 next show in 2021 with with this this song? Just just guys, I got a great idea. Yeah. Um, we're, open, we're, 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 we're gonna we're gonna open up our show. We're gonna use all of our uh, opening minutes for uh, suicide and reduction. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. we're, all, we're, of our, we're, all of our we're, skill we're, and, and, and energy. Yeah. My my my, my, my uh, the little punk band that i'm in is gonna come back our first show after years off we're probably only gonna have a half an hour slot and we're gonna chew up 10 minutes off a freaking late era metallica b-side instrumental i'm sure it'll go over well so don't you're worry take, you're take it at a slower tempo too so turn that nine and a half minutes into 15 long beautiful minutes People are expecting a two-minute punk song, and they get a 15-minute suicide redemption. My, my, my strat out of my Fender combo. This is what's going to be coming out of it. <laughs> All right, let's. Let, we need to close this out. This is my time. What makes me drift a little bit closer? You know, I, I read a lot of comments on this record, or not a lot, but I did uh, a few, uh, a bit of re like user reviews. And what is it? A lot or not a lot? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, people <laughs> talked about this record in general as being kind of underrated, and I just, I just can't help but hearing all of the influences that they just tried to remix for like okay so you know we did the uh the penultimate track being the too long too pointless instrumental and now we're gonna do our (laughs) dire's eve our damage inc like we're just gonna mix it up like i just hear like a bad cover band not not a bad cover band like a bad originals band trying to write rewrite dire's eve and hoping no one notices um i guess they could do at this point in their career and i'll back up the fact that this song is short like by far it's the shortest song of this album right uh, like I, 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 in my notes, yeah. I wrote like, "Wow, two and a half minutes. We're already at the solo section. Thank God." Um, <laughs> I, I do like this part here too. Um, like it's, it's. He talks about claustrophobia, and this literally sounds musically like the walls are closing in on you. I just think that's cool yeah, lyrical matching. Cool. I mean, it kind of reminds me almost of mm-hmm. that scene in Star Wars. Uh, I think the first movie where Han Solo is getting yeah. crushed in the garbage. Bin or whatever, like it just kind of like a. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like it just, yeah. I mean, it just kind of got it. It's a, it's a cool little, um, I guess musical motif there that they use a couple times throughout this song, which otherwise is just kind of a, you know, rearrange the numbers on Dyer's Eve. Right. Yeah, Kev. I like how you. I love your little uh, head bobbing at the beginning there. Okay, we got the new metal. Metal not head banging. You. This is a head bobber. (laughs) Um. Yeah. That's. This is where. I know. Yeah, we're we're almost done, folks. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for some yeah, Pink uh, Floyd, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to detox. But uh, yeah, it's where this is a, again another song that seems to be kind of where they're pulling a little. I don't know if it was just me, but could you have seen like a guy like Tom Araya singing the this verses in this song? I mean, with, yeah. with the parts that Kevin yeah, played. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it's got that kind. It's got that. It's got that Slayer kind of. Right. 
uh, kind of tempo to it. And I just, that's all I could hear just listening to the song. Um, and funny enough, there's a little bit of Faith No More in here, too. I don't know. Yeah, Kevin, if you could queue up 245, I don't know why it reminded me of uh, their, like, their big hit epic, like that guitar part. Was that 245? Why is it? It doesn't yes, sound. Yes, it was. Oh, that's weird. Um, there was like this single kind of uh, down picking E string riff that kind of reminded me of that kind of Faith No More sound. Mm. I don't know why. Is that, uh, I don't know. We anyway, definitely yeah, go, believe go, you that it's. Yeah, go, yeah go, go, go back and listen to the song. <laughs> yeah, uh, our audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Anyway, I think that's all I had to say. So, yeah, Slayer vibes and yeah, a little bit of. No yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't <laughs> take it away, Alex. I, I don't. There I don't have go. much to say. Actually, I didn't. I didn't get to any notes on this one. And this is funny. <laughs> I didn't get here, to the song. Here's <laughs> here, here, here something that, that I'll say about this. So the other night I was listening to this album, and what I do is like I throw the open back headphones on and I lay on the couch on my back and just kind of just soak it in, right? And uh, I fell asleep halfway through uh, Suicide and Redemption, and I don't even think I got to the rest of the record. So that's why I don't really have a lot of notes <laughs> on these last two songs. But I bet you woke up and it was still going. I, I woke up and Suicide and Redemption was still going. Honest to God. So I do I do like this song. Here's one thing I'm going to ask you guys, though. And I guess I'll be the, because of the contender, I'll be the devil's... Is this song I'll good? be the devil's advocate here. And... You know, I forgot what it was, um, who I was reading this about, but so, they were basically talking about the Rick Rubin philosophy, where bands will go to him to sort of kind of go back to their roots. Like, he's good at, you know, channeling, like, the early years out of a band and, like, doing what worked for them and bringing it back. And them coming off of St. Anger, which... I mean, maybe they liked it, but I can't say it was very much a success. So now they're trying to come back to that. I mean... Mark, you kind of mentioned that maybe they're trying to like reconstruct or redo old songs. And I don't know. I, I guess I don't like mind that that much. Like I kind of appreciate it. Like they're they're trying to fix what they did wrong. So I, I guess maybe I would ask like what what would you have like wanted them to do instead, I guess. Like thinking of them coming off like what? five years later or whatever after sane anger and like trying to get back to their old sound like do you think that this was like a wrong move for them to kind of try to do that well let's think about kevin and i were having a discussion uh in person about this and just talking about the best and worst of the band back to their roots or kind of like the you know like the x factor to brave new world or the van halen 3 to a different kind of truth and it's really a lot of a lot more miss than hit um, I'm not sure once you've left the confines of that, you know, drunk, angry, hungry metal, you know, just infighting, you know, addictions and all this, you know, that you're putting up with. And all of a sudden you hit superstar. I'm like, how do you go back to that and to pretend yeah. that you're, you know, you're still angry and you're still like intense. And that's why I say it anger doesn't work as well. And I'm not sure that you even have the ability to go back and do it. I don't know. Like in some ways, I almost wish even though there are decent things that I like off the next album that maybe I'm more of a fan of bands, just packing it in a little bit earlier and just <laughs> maybe nothing's my answer. 
Yeah, no, that's All fair. Right. I mean, I yeah, I, I guess I don't have a whole lot to say. I just, I like that it's shorter, and there's definitely some parts that I like of it. So I think it's, it I think it's, I think, think, I think it's a solid closer, that. I guess. Well, like, well, like I told you in person, I think, honestly, if you're talking comeback albums, I prefer a different kind of truth. And that's not because I don't think this album is good. I just think it hits the mark better. And why is well, that? Well, here's the thing, though, because they, they're still committing some of the same mistakes. They're still committing the length mistake. Yeah. We, we weren't slogging through 80 minutes of Metallica back when on Ride the Lightning. True. I mean, we, yeah. we had longer songs, but we were like, you had an eight-minute song, then you had a four-minute song, then you had a three-and-a-half-minute uh, song, uh, then you had a five-minute right. song. Okay, you know, Context. cool. I'll agree with yeah. that. Even though, Kev, didn't yeah, exactly. you say you weren't a fan, though, of Metallica, or sorry, of Van Halen reusing old demos? Like, you wish they would have just used new, which they did on some of those songs, but... they. Yeah, that that's true because I I feel like yeah it's hard to pull off when Dave's sixty or <laughs> right. whatever and he's talking about she's the woman you know yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 hard it's hard to pull off in that context just like Mark said it's hard to pull off drunk angry and addicted right you know when they're multimillionaires yeah so uh, I don't know maybe maybe there was nothing they could do but I'm I'm liking songs please yeah I mean these please. albums really give me more appreciation for load and reload um you know you may have not liked this southern rock direction but they went all in on it they gave you a ton of music to try to prove that they could they give you too much um but like i went back and i listened to mama said this week just for fun like just and i would have never done that before listening to load and just just that that you know maybe they should just roll off into the sunset that yeah we can do something different and uh you know that's that's where we're gonna leave our career all right. And that's we're going to leave Trivia this uh, time. Yeah, we're going to leave this uh, <laughs> track by track. Only got one more to go. Um, but we're going to uh, get to seven for the buy. First one to three gets an extra buy or terminate in the love All of right. the flesh. Okay, here we go. All right. Question number one uh, true or false? Hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm right. getting my horn right, right here. Let's get our, let's get our, <laughs> let's get our buzzers. That's all right. It's not loading. Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't right. worry. This about is going to be, be Mike. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all right, all right. There we all go. Right, we here. Okay. Are we we good? Everybody yep. is good on the on their buzzer. All right. Okay. Uh, true or false? Uh, suicide and redemption was their first instrumental since "To Live Is to Die." Yes. Uh That's true. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. I know that was more oh. of just okay. Just I thinking. Think yeah, kind of quick on the. Yeah. No, I know I had to look back just to make sure too. Yeah, but that is true. All right, so Alex gets one. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, question number two. Um, this is multiple choice. Uh, which one of these studios did the band not record in for the album? Uh, was it A. Sound City, uh, B. Electric Ladyland, or C. Metallica HQ? Uh. This, again, it's did not record in. Might be a marble moment. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take a guess and say Electric Ladyland because I doubt they would have went yeah. all the way to New York for that. Right, you are correct. <laughs> oh I wow! Yeah, I, I was trying to think of other studios because I know a lot of most of them are on the West Coast, but uh, that was the one only other. Didn't they okay, use so. the HQ? Wasn't that the reformed Army Barracks or something? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, yes, I it might have been. Yeah, I think uh, from the uh, some kind of monster doc. I think that was the 
I think that was when they were first putting it together. Yeah, Alex is running away from this. I, I've never gotten an extra buy or terminate on a Metallica. Buy them out. Can, now, can, can I give? Can I? Yeah, can I, I give it to somebody? Is that part of the rules? Can I like be a nice guy and give it no. to somebody? No, no. It's all about it's all about being selfish. <laughs> I got to pur- yeah. purposely lose on some of these, but okay. Okay. Next question: True or false? Okay. The one common thread that was in the first two Unforgivens and missing in the Unforgiven three was the lyrical line. Uh, no, there's no sun shining through. Mark. Um. I don't even remember. I'm gonna go. I don't even remember. With, I better tell you. Uh, I got thrown a tough just, one might, there. Yeah, this is just thrown into the wind here. Uh, but I'm down 0-2. I'm gonna go with false because I don't remember no sun shining through in the Unforgiven one. Yeah, you are correct. Oh, yeah. nice. for the right reason. Too. It was uh, nice. yeah, yeah. The the one that was not there was uh, what I felt, what I've known was in the first two Unforgivens. Okay, first two. Yeah. All right, so Mark gets one. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, true or false? All the music written for the record uh, is accredited to the whole band. Oh. Mark. Yes, Mark. This is true. Yes, you are correct. All right, you are oh, neck and neck. I knew that one actually. All right, you are tied. Yeah, come on, Kevin, you're gonna click with the trigger. It doesn't. It does. I I hit it, but there's a like two second delay. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, this is a mold, another multiple choice. Uh, which one of these songs off the record won best metal performance at the 2009 Grammy Awards? Uh, was it A. Cyanide, B. Broken Beat and Scarred? C, All Nightmare Long, or D, My Apocalypse? Oh, that was, that was Alex. D, My Apocalypse. You are right, man, uh, Alex, for the win. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, here we go, yeah. I would have bombed out. I knew one of them yeah. was. <laughs> Kevin, you had a zero showing there. I, I always do. I never get on any of these. You got to brush right, up I, on your Wikipedia before you I, come on. Yeah, I guess I, we weren't supposed to be doing that. Yeah, I guess Kevin and I will have to hold a little uh, payola on the uh, here. Uh, well, I, show. I, I yeah. don't know Metallica background, and, and honestly, okay. I don't feel like looking it up either. So. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay. Alex, do you want to buy or a terminate? Well, I guess the the question, <laughs> I guess the question is, what's the next album we're doing, guys? Are we uh, are we going for it? Or are we gonna go straight to Hardwired? Lulu, I don't know. An hour and a half of nonsense. I know we talked about <laughs> doing it and maybe just giving it a go and bailing on the show if it just isn't if it just the wheels come <laughs> off the wagon. No, you know, um, start that I, one early. I don't know. Just because I don't know hardwired as much i feel like i'm gonna save it because something tells me like there might be more you can't that that's only chris's chris is only able to say oh it. correct oh dad yeah, you you're right ah shit spacing out okay fine you you want you want to win lulu or hardwire you gotta win them the hard way <laughs> <laughs> okay all right you either go in or you or you cash your chips all out right, early. Fine, yeah. i'll figure something <laughs> yeah. out for this one all right. Okay, and everybody. now, love it or flush it. Right, take it away, Alex. Alrighty, let's bring on Mark, order. Kevin, Alex, Chris. Mark, Kevin, Alex, Chris. All right, let me get my track listing here. Jesus. All right. Uh, that was just your life. Mark, what do we think? Uh, give it a love. Solid opener. Kev? Same thing. Let's, let's just fly through this. Same thing, Chris. <laughs> uh yeah love 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 yeah uh that's solid okay all right yeah i know i didn't yeah fly, th- fly through it 
All right, track two, end of the line. Mark? Um, yeah, I'm trying to dig that one up in my memory. Um, <laughs> but I don't recall that it be, being bad. Um, that should be an automatic flush. Like, I don't remember it, so... Yeah, okay, I yeah. know, I know, but I, I'm pretty sure that I liked this one, too, so give it a love. Yeah. Kev? Hmm. Nope. No! Okay. That's a good song! <laughs> No, no, could be two Don't things, remember yeah. it. Don't like the you've reached the end of the line. Oh and yeah, yeah, that it's one. Too, it's it's too long. It is a, it is a yeah. little long. Uh, I I, I love that. I don't know. I love this song. I think it's I think I love the groove in it, and I and I remember how it goes. So enough for me, Chris. Uh, <laughs> it's at the beginning. Uh, of the album. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to flush this one like my <laughs> buddy Kevster over there, and because of that, the solo on here again. It's just yeah, Kirk just can't help himself. I should have watched this one. I remember this yeah. one now. Yeah, he's yeah, just to have oh, two, he's, he's been held back off. for he's I, been held back for too long. He's repressed, and he needs to he needs to get his voice out there. And he unfortunately does it uh, in as obnoxious a way as you can. Yeah, you can write it. <laughs> Why did you just flush oh, yeah, that okay. part of the song then? Can you do that? No. no, I just I uh, that's yeah that, that part just kind of ruins it for that's me. Uh, that's all I it's all I hear. <laughs> Mark wishes. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go back. Can you get a mulligan, please? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Look, okay. Looking at that, my collection, I don't like it anymore. All right, let's move on over to track three: "Broken, Beat, and Scarred." What don't kill you make you most strong. Most strong. Mark, what do we Oh, you had to throw that in there, didn't you? I really you? did. I really um, because did. Because I was considering pulling out my wallet for this one. And to be honest, I don't even know which song on this album is byworthy. Not that it's horrible, but nothing really stands out or is super distinctive. Yeah. Even the way that Sane Anger was on Sane Anger or My Second by My World, maybe for very different reasons. Um, but I guess because there just aren't really... The peaks aren't that 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 high with Death Magmatic, Magnetic, but I just love that riff so much. And, um, you know, the, the, the Harvester of Sorrow it doesn't hurt it any. You know, it, it's not as derivative as other songs on this track. And, and that Lars fill at 240-ish, that is a great fill. So kind of a weak buy but i guess i'll take out my wallet and uh swipe the ammo okay that's fair yeah this is gonna be tough now that i got two just... i don't know what mm. to freaking buy on this album uh <laughs> but I, I don't think this one is strong enough for a buy for me though even though it is strong and it has jumped up a little bit i'll give it a love so chris what do you think am i skipping this? button in there Kev, what do you hey, think? What are you doing? <laughs> Losing track of my order here. Go ahead. This, this, this is whatever. I was going to surprise people by giving it another buy. There you go. Oh, okay. Nice. And there we go. I, uh, okay. I knew it from from the start. So what, Mark, what feel you, better about give that. Give your reasons and see if you can convince Alex to use a second buy. True. Oh, okay. Well, I think the riffing and the guitars in this song are as strong as any you will hear on the album. Alex, you might not like that vocal line, but the riffs around the vocal line are incredible. The harmonic yeah. choices are incredible. I can't not buy that. Okay. I feel like I got to like listen to this song again. Because that's the thing. I've been noticing the clips that you play 
are parts that like I don't remember of the song. And I don't know if it's because you're like playing a joke, so you're playing the worst parts, but like that hurts me. Because you're playing these parts, I'm like, I don't even remember this part of the song. Do I do I like it that much? Because I don't remember this. The best was Mar- when Mark played that example clip. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> leave played, that in. He played, he played the wrong song and didn't even know it. <laughs> it, was yeah, it, was, it was like, where's that part I like? Where's what that does that tell you? Here? Yeah. This stinks here and this stinks there. No, I, 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 I'll okay. keep it with a love. I, I think it's, I think it's very strong. Oh. I, I, yeah, that no. part, the what don't kill you, like the Rob part ruins it a little bit but it's not that bad it's fine i, I like the music a lot in the yeah. groove so all right now chris's turn yeah i you can bring me up for a, a triple uh crown here yeah let's pull out the wallet uh yeah pretty much yeah just uh see kevin's comments yeah there i'll give it short yeah that's pretty much he pretty much kind of spoke for me yeah, it's yeah yeah just the riffing yeah that vocal line is very catchy i know it's cheesy but it I yeah, just I found myself singing that yeah, numerous times throughout the week. Just listening to this, I don't know why. And you know what the terrible thing is too is it really would not have hurt the delivery of the line to just throw the er and stronger in there. Yeah, yeah, right. it wouldn't have. Yeah. I've thought about that. True. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, let's move it on over to the ballad. The yes. day that never comes, yes. fade to black, part two. <laughs> uh, Mark, what do you think? One two. I give it a very weak love, um, more so for the fact that it's just a decent way for me to listen to one without having to go and listen to one again, which I don't want to do again. Okay, Kev? I gotta save my tea, but I gotta flush this for that last four minutes of nonsense. So, down, down it goes. This is tough for me because, like, this is kind of the song that I've heard so much that I'm kind of don't need to hear it again. I'm like a little annoyed by it, but I think I'm going to give it the lightest, lightest of squeezes. Let me just say that I've never thought that about any song on this album that I've heard it so much. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to make on Death Magnetic. I just, it just, I don't know. I just think guitar, guitar center line six mode, just kind of generic but and, and you gave it a you gave that a light i gave squeeze. it a light squeeze. light squeeze yeah i think there's there's oh, worse okay. on here so that's i'm wondering what you're gonna flush honestly oh i, I got some stuff so all right let's yeah, some uh, stuff yeah plural there i got some, stuff. <laughs> some <laughs> things the so. chris what do you think uh yeah i'm gonna have to go with a very light squeeze too ah, i know i was critical see? of that three last three three plus minutes <laughs> and i still i'm very critical of that last three minutes of just nonsensical yeah, whatever you want to call it yeah <laughs> waiting okay, for the was, freight train riffs yeah there we go yeah that'll be our new year waiting for the freight train you riff know, and, and um, i will say but, i yeah, like the, the clean part the do 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 i like yeah. that part it's fun to play yeah so uh and i like yeah and, the, and again the chorus is yeah just too goddamn catchy not yeah. to, like, <laughs> whatever i don't give a shit well, you win some, you yeah, Screw you guys. All right, well, let's move it on over to All Nightmare Long. Mark, what do you think? Um, Stupid title, but I will give it a love just for the fact mm. that this is what St. Anger should have been full of. Sure. Okay, Kev? Mm. I am actually going to give this a love as well. I think it's one of the better long songs on the album. Yeah, I'm actually going to give this a buy. 
uh, guys. Not my favorite song on the album, but for <laughs> some reason I remember listening to it, and I don't know if this is a weird thing to say, but it for some reason I like heard it, and I'm like, okay, this just kind of seems like it represents where the band is at right now. I maybe I'm weird mm-hmm. to think that, but that's just that was my gut reaction, and hmm. it's hard for me, like because I have two buys, it's like hard for me, or I guess I don't have to have two buys or two, or two terminates, but. I don't know. I think it's strong. Uh, this one jumped out of the kind of the back of the pack for me. So I, I think it's there's a lot of good parts. So Chris, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this uh, a love too. Uh, I kind of like the sledgier kind of metal feel of this. Uh, even with Kirk's Weedle solo, I can kind of I'll, I'll kind of give it a pass uh, uh, specifically here. And I kind of like the idea of as, for, as much as i hate when when james goes into the more fantastical lyrical content i i do like the idea of talk, singing a song about yeah about like demon wolves invading your dreams mm-hmm. i don't know it just it has a yeah get some get some yeah. off a, okay well yeah yeah let's move yeah. <laughs> on let's, let's over to terminator three mark what do you think uh not so Wait, no, fast, no no not no so no fast. no cyanide, cyanide. first which is kind oh, of see, so forgot he was even there. Yeah, I, for, uh, I, I am just killing it tonight with the love of the flusher, aren't I, boys? I think we're gonna need to make some edits tonight. I don't know what I. Yeah, I don't no. know what I'm I drinking. These go in uncensored. I think I had too much. Co- yeah, I think so. I had too much coffee today. I'm drinking my third coffee, so I'm gonna blame it on that. Okay, cyanide. Yep. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I kind of missed the era of Metallica when their albums were structured more like a loaded diaper and less like a slide <laughs> down into nothingness. And this starts that slide God, I, flush. God, God oh. I love that. Come on! We need to we need to make that a T-shirt for the podcast. Yeah, loaded diaper. <laughs> okay. Well, ah. Uh, I understand the flush, but I'm going to give this a light love. I kind of hate that wow opening. Did a wah, did a wah, did a wah, did a wah. But, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I do like it. This, uh, this is the, the, the song with the rat meets Metallica. Yes, it, it is. I love so this. I'm going to give it a light love. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think that part's awesome. I've always loved this song. I used to cover this in my garage band back in the day. The song's with the with the what yeah. the what yeah, the okay. yeah part's cool so okay. right. i just can't decide if i want to love it or buy it <laughs> Whoa. not my money that. yeah i'm gonna give it a love yeah. i'm gonna give it a love okay. i'm gonna give it a strong love it, it, i was rocking out to it when you were playing that clip it's freaking yeah. hard i like he's, it so because he, he's buying suicide and redemption yeah yeah, would have yeah saved my uh, money for the uh, the red light district. You know? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, it is yeah, it is pretty damn catchy. I mean, you can't. Uh, Thank you, Chris. You know it's you know it's yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give it a love. You know it's funny with all with all the you know, just with how it seems unfocused. Kirk is in, during this whole. It's funny just thinking that this guy has a beautiful home on the coast of Maui, <laughs> and this is and this is what <laughs> he's this is what he gives it. Yeah, this no, this is what he's given. Uh, yeah, 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 to pay for that beautiful, uh, that beautiful spread. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? That's all we had to do. Yeah, to get all that. Uh, hey, but, got uh, three loves. Got you guys buying into it. Uh, yeah. No. So no, again, it's catchy. Again, you can't. I mean, you want to hate it, but then you find yourself kind of like singing the chorus. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Okay, sing the what chorus for me because I don't remember it. Uh, what is it? Cyanide. I'm already. Suicide. 
Su- yeah, suicide. Yeah, suicide one. Yeah, right, okay, that's yeah. why I flushed it. I hated that part. Okay, okay. We need to Sayonara. get to Terminator. <laughs> we need to get Terminator Three. Terminator Three, Mark. All what right. do you think? Flush. <laughs> Cap. Flush. Yeah. Keep it flowing. <laughs> get the bag out. Clank, 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 clank. There you go. Fred. Just stick it down there. <laughs> yeah. Savage. Yes. Yeah. Quadruple. Yeah. Yeah, the elite four. The yeah, there we moment. go. Flooding. Yeah. Wow, that was, yeah, like the, that was the fastest flush yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Peeling out of the bathroom. What happened in there? <laughs> yeah. 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 Hide the. Uh, yeah. Hide it's the rubber glove. Yeah. Girl out of the bathroom. <laughs> you just see. You so just see. Just day. imagine the outside view of the high school bathroom, and just seeing four guys just run out of the bathroom down the hall as you hear all the toilets flush inside. That's what we need to do. Yeah, we need, we need to do one three. Yeah, that's what we need. We need to do one show. Yeah, where we're all just sitting in a bathroom, just with the toilet right nearby. I don't want. I don't want any sound clips. I want one show where it's just authentic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess Dude, we're I moving think we're... Right over to the okay. Judas Kiss. Mark, what do you think? Uh, keep it going. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Are we going to... Her to chime in. God. Come on. You guys aren't helping me because I wish I didn't win. Because I, you know this was my stock is rising song. I loved that freaking part that Mark played. Yeah, I know. That's it though. Yeah, that's it's, it, it's, it's that's the a... thing. That's the that part is so good, but like that's kind of it. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> shit. There's again, again another another song of ideas. Well, not ideas. It's in a song of an idea. I don't you just remember. I don't. It's a song You've of one idea. Yeah. You've got an extra grenade in your pocket here you can always use. That's the thing. I don't want to do it. Do I have to? Can I, don't make can me I do an extra <laughs> flush? You have to use one Terminate. A horror. <laughs> you, no, no, no. It's an extra Terminate or an extra buy. Got to use one or the other. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have won. You should have bombed out on purpose. I'm trying to think. <laughs> one of these last three songs so much, yeah, Terminate. Yeah, there's just so All much right, responsibility you know here. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Because I like that part okay. so much... I am going Whoa. to love it. Oh, there okay. you go. Okay. Wise guys. Chris. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let me pull out my master key and flip the switch. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, oh, scorch dirt this sucker. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting the tea from Chris on that that one. OK, no, I like it. Like Alex, said, I mean, I like that one part and that's about it. I don't remember any of the other. Stuck in my head right now. So that's what's saving it. Yeah. I mean, I when just, I, I mean, when I have the actual printed out note in here, I have a hard time remembering it. They kind of there's only two ways <laughs> yeah. that can go. Yeah. And since <laughs> I see, haven't used is, the Terminate. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the song title and I don't know how it goes. I'm just imagining in my mind, James must do something like the Judas kiss. Okay. Like, I don't know if that is actually what it is or not, but okay. Yeah. And it'll sound like a redux of, I don't know, shortest straw or something. Please, oh, I'm sure it does. All right. Well, here, if I could remember it, here we are. I know it was only a half hour ago, but. Here we go, gentlemen. Right. Uh, Ten minutes long. 
Mark, give it to us, please. Let's start the train. <laughs> give it the tea. <laughs> yes. Pull the pin, people. Yeah. Honestly, just do it, okay? <laughs> Chris. Oh well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, oh. I'm gonna give it a very. Uh, oh I'm gonna give it a normal love. I love. There's a, a lot of parts in here love? I like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, not a strong love, but there are a lot of moments in here I do like. Unlike your deaf ears over there, but uh, <laughs> better than a squeeze. Yeah, that's, you know, take that. <laughs> I'm gonna come over to your house. You're gonna be jamming to this song. That's what I thought. That I was, you, know, you kind of stole. That's what I was gonna end you the show. You could probably make it to Chris's house and still not have the song be done. Pretty close. Done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty close. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I get a speeding ticket on the way there, and still. It'll be going. Yeah. Yeah. Should, should I learn that whole song? Yeah. Should I tell us yet? Please waste your life that way. <laughs> I'll show you guys. Yeah. It'll be the only... <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Last song of the album. Shortest song in the album. Maybe that helps. My Apocalypse. Mark, what do you think? Yeah. Just, just for that reason alone, perhaps. Um, it's a very unenthusiastic love, but it's a love nonetheless. Okay. Kev? Yeah, that's kind of what I wrote down in my notes, too. I'm like, this song works because the last three haven't. (laughs) Okay, well, because I have to do it, normally I would just flush this one, but part of the game is I got two terminates, so I'll give it the T. (laughs) You're not going to buy it. No. Chris? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to flush this one just because there's too much. Yeah. Not originality going back on. Back half of these albums. Yeah. We have a lot to be desired. Man, if you just think if these think. songs were just cut in half, how good these would be. Yeah, oh, that man. was. Oh yeah. boy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it for the love it or flush it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thirty seconds. So, Everett, Here we go. Um, I am actually going to nominate. Um, a surprising section. I think it's a surprising, but I don't know if I'm I've just, ever... I'm just going to go with whatever because <laughs> I don't have any. I'm going to go with the Judas Kiss, even though I did flush it. I know it's weird to nominate a section that you flush it, but yes. that section there, mm. it's just... Does it represent? It's just too cool. Like, it's just... It's just... Oh, I got to click around eight seconds to find it, don't I? Boy, <laughs> this album is something else. Man, that part is so good. <laughs> Maybe I think still retaining a little bit of that new metal feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, I can kind of. Funny enough, I can actually kind of get on board with that. Just from just just looking looking at as far as not the not considering it's the song that I uh, that I had to eliminate. But yeah, as far as within the context of the sound of the album, yeah, I guess I can jump. I I can say that. That That makes me um, not that I love it, but yeah, but I can. Yeah, I can jump on that as far as I've got a nomination actually. Um, I think the nomination. It's gonna be a weedle. It's gonna be a weedle, isn't it? No, no, no. no. The nomination is thirty seconds of listening to somebody click around parts of this album (laughs) to try to find the good parts. (laughs) You just just hear you just hear mouse clicking and scrolling. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's got to be from the perspective of headphones. So you like you hear the clicking, <laughs> but you kind of hear like this tinny. Thirty seconds of trying to find the good stuff. I'm sure there's something there. I, I'm gonna. Add, All right, uh, no, but I, I I'm gonna get behind the Judas. I know I, I flushed it, but that is a a, a great song. Or not a great song. I'm sorry. Uh, a great part on a long song, and that is the theme yeah. of this album. Yeah, yeah. if you put it the that end. way, I'll, I'll, I'll back it up. And, yeah. and I like the fact that it's not like one of the bigger songs that you would normally pick. Like I feel like if I listen to another Metallica podcast that was reviewing this album, somebody would pick Day That Never Comes or Cyanide. So I appreciate somebody being like, whoa, shit, Judas Kisses got some deep cut fans here. So yeah, I like right. it. We, we put in the work and we listen to this album. We struggled yeah, so, through it to get to the parts that yeah, so what are about, worthy. How about out of oh, or out of ten? So do, do they stand? Yeah, anybody changing their out of ten? Mark six point five, Chris seven, Alex seven point five, and Kevin six. Anybody got any differences of opinion? I might have to say seven now because you guys made me think about how long some of these freaking songs are. Yeah, but, I think I'll uh, stick at seven. Yeah, yeah oh, I think Chris, that's fair. Seven. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I, I think I'm going to bump down a little bit to six. I don't think this album is as good as it may be. I mean, I do remember this coming out and thinking it was cool that they returned to their roots or whatever, you know, PR in the <laughs> sense that you would you'd be repeating from them. You know, it really isn't a return to the roots. It's just kind of like a rehash of the roots, but it just doesn't feel authentic. And there's, you can't blame them. Nothing they can do about it. I mean, I don't know. As as Alex challenged me on that and said, "What would you have done instead?" And my answer was just nothing, which is kind of a cop out answer. But uh, <laughs> Did reti- retire. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like that is kind of a maybe too harsh. Well, it's weird. Like how many? I mean, how many years it had been since they'd done something like this? I mean, it was twenty twenty years. I mean, almost. Well, I guess you could say there was a little bit of bit on the black album but they were really yeah. transitioning then well kevin and i uh, were but, talking uh, to about how yeah. metallica is so strange and that they have so many distinct eras they only have 10 records which is low for a discography especially but it's one. fascinating though that yeah, the variants I mean, they have the, the variety Ball, Rival yeah. lightning and a master and then Andros just kind of stands on its own just because of yeah cliff and the no yeah. bass and everything and it's being so right, yeah. outwardly progressive then the yeah. black album we want to make some money we cash in fine uh, then the load reload era stands on its own. Saint Anger stands on its own, and now you've kind of got these afterthought albums um, of Death Magnetic. And uh, our next episode, which will be coming to you next week, of, can, can I, um, uh, Mark? Can I chime in on ahead. something real quick? Yeah, here's something kind of interesting. Here's a little something interesting. Maybe we'll maybe maybe I should have stated this at the beginning, but maybe not. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the website AllMusic.com. Mm-hmm. I'm on there every okay. day. <laughs> All right. So I looked at the Metallica discography and I sorted them by fan rating. And this would be something maybe we should talk about at the very end, but I'll I'll message it now or mention it now. Uh, Masters one, Ride the Lightnings two, Metallica self titled three, Kill 'Em All four, and Justice. Death Magnetic is five. Death Magnetic. Yeah. Death Magnetic is higher than the Loads, Saint Anger, obviously, and Harp. Well, there you go. I don't know. Interesting. That is weird. Hey, yeah. it's, it's not an album of controversy. I don't think like there's nothing on this album that you would just be like, aside from the song length or the mastering, which we got out of the way right off the bat, that you would say, well, you know. I despise. Like I could see somebody despising Reload, despising 
low, despising sane anger. And that's three out of the four that it's sitting above right there. True. And that's true. I, I, yeah. Hardware is just maybe so new or I don't know, just right. it's kind of like the same. It's really kind of in the same vein. There isn't anything on here that really just kind of elicits that vile, hateful reaction to, right. uh, you know, a track of music. Right. Okay. Well, just wanted to chime that in and see what your thoughts are, but cool. We wrap it up. Cool. Yeah. What was number one again? Was it uh, Justice or Master? Master, which makes sense to me, honestly. Yeah. I think it's the more groundbreaking of them all. So, yeah. Um, and one thing to settle, too, I guess we'll do this on air as well. Uh, does all music include Lulu in their discography? Uh, well, mm, here's the thing. No. With that um, website, it's kind of just rating, like, all of their albums. It's even, like, including some live records and, like, the Through the Never soundtracks. Rodding. So, uh, well, let's just say Lulu's pretty pretty far down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know. We'll get there maybe well we yeah. have to make a, dis- uh, dis- a decision i mean like, uh, we were kind of talking offline too about how um eh, i know something about saint anger really just soured me on metallica and i'm just a bit tired of the band and i'm a bit tired of the jamesisms and i'm a bit tired of the larsisms and i'm a bit tired of the kirkisms and i guess robert's okay <laughs> um although if you keep sending <laughs> clips from uh, the documentaries i may just <laughs> change my mind i don't know invisible kid but uh i'm kind of eager to move forward and and move on to uh you know possibly pink floyd or uh errol smith or like i'm really you know rush or i don't know like we're we're talking about different ideas i'm kind of personally leaning toward pink floyd but we'll see where that goes um but do we stuff another album in between there and do lulu when we started this podcast you know we talked about this will be studio albums of original music that's what goes in the discussion and it's bands that span generations that have done at least 10 albums metallica has done 10 lulu makes it 11 it's original music it's done in the studio all four guys i think it qualifies i'm just not sure anymore um i don't know it's, like it i mean it's fun. not i mean you go on you look on wikipedia it's not in the official studio album True listing True. yeah it's pretty much yeah death magnetic and then um hardwired there's no there isn't like a subheading like a a, a, a lulu with uh, it considers lulu. it a should collaboration we, yeah, should, we, should, we, should we put a thing on our instagram like okay who wants us to do lulu <laughs> i don't know maybe we should maybe we should for our three or four listeners out there please be an odd number so you break a tie on whether or not you want to see us tackle lulu because I don't know. These have been uh, ninety isn't minutes. That one, an hour or, and a half. Yeah. Isn't that? God, it is an hour and a half. Hard and, time and, and, finding and, the time for this one, to be honest. That makes that makes and the, and that, the closer that, is twenty that minutes. Makes me, that <laughs> makes me kind of shrug my shoulders a little bit in pain when you say how long it is. And the and the closing <sighs> song is yeah nineteen minutes and thirty Dear seconds. Dear Lord, I think. okay, maybe not, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for our two fans out there, but I take an executive decision. Executive no. authority, no. yeah. God. No. I was, I was, yeah. I was, I'll be honest. I was looking forward to just taking that one down, but I guess I will uh, let that for time. the better I, podcasts out yeah, there, I, for I, the more adventurous yeah, I a, ones. I have, a, I have a job and a family. Yeah. And, uh, I, I do. How about shout out to Decibel Geek? Let's do an Elms Unleashed with uh, uh, Lulu, and please make that happen. I will listen. I will not do an episode on it. I will leave that to you. I will leave that to the professional ocean. For all the podcasts out there wow. who want to find an avenue with Lulu, is that agreeable with everyone? Yeah. Can I, can, can I can I make a quick correction here? My footnote at the end of the uh, episode. I'm be surprised if anybody even made it this far in the episode, but 
quick uh, little production credit correction here. Uh, it's actually Ted Jensen that mastered Jensen, Death mastered Magnetic, that, not George Marino. So my apologies. Okay. Sorry, George. Well, either either way, you didn't you didn't blame George. So you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so to be fair, hopefully the next record we will not have any uh, preemptive discussions. We will finally put that behind us. No more snare talk, no more production talk. Just dump into the Metallica because it's the only one we got left. See you then. <laughs>